This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Head out over the week. It looks like we've got somewhere around a 15-20% chance of rain every day this week in El Paso. It's going to keep the uh, temperatures, though, about 10 degrees cooler. Uh, mid-90s instead of uh, mid-100s that we've uh, had. Looks like uh, pretty consistently right around 95, 96 degrees for high temperatures all this week. But there is some rain accumulation on the road. Roads are going to be slick. There are going to be some puddles. uh, So take extra care driving into work today. Okay. Got that out of the way. I've got a lot of giveaways this week. The Plaza Film Festival is coming up, and we've got tickets to go to some of the movies that they're showing, some of the classic movies that are going to be shown at the Plaza Film Festival, including Bonnie and Clyde, Scarface with Al Pacino. We've also got tickets for the Tacos Imas Festival. Tacos? Imas. Oh, boy. And that is going on this Saturday at the Cowtown Boots Event Center. I don't know if you've ever been to an event, but they used to have luchadors out at the... The Cowtown? Cow- yeah. Really? They, they have like a ring and kind of like an event venue. I set haven't up been to Cowtown. those, but I've been to a local luchador, and those are awesome events, yeah. Uh, it is this Saturday. Gates open at 5. Live music all night. All ages welcome. Kids under 12 get in free. Games, activities, and of course, tacos. Get your tickets at tacosimasfestival.com. That's tacosimasfestival.com. Or we'll have some uh, tickets to give away throughout the week this week. We got a uh, a game based on something that Nico mentioned to me, and that's that the uh, High Times Magazine Cannabis Cup came out. And we yeah, were looking at some of the winning cannabis strains. And I think the comment was made, boy, they it must be fun coming up with these names for cannabis strain. Yeah. They're really creative. Uh, paradise flower. But pear, spelled like a pear. Because ah, mm. it's supposed to taste like a pear, pear. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the further comment was made, yeah, the only thing that comes up with crazier names are racehorses sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a contest on the way. Marijuana strain or racehorse, and we'll give away some of those tickets. We mentioned the Tacos y Mas Festival and some of the movies showing at the Plaza Film Festival. Uh, good morning, Joanna Barbell. Let's start with entertainment news, get a preview of what's happening in entertainment. Well, Kiki Palmer is slamming any Zendaya comparison after a Twitter user suggested that Kiki just wasn't as successful as <gasps> Zendaya due to colorism. What's the connection between Kiki Palmer and Zendaya? Basically, both are just young black actors. Were they on the same shit? No, no somebody was just were. comparing them. Say, they oh, were just comparing, yeah. Kiki Zendaya is a better younger black actress than you are. Uh, Kiki Palmer was just in the movie that was number one at the box office, right? And she's getting really, really, really rave reviews uh, for that. Okay, all right. So is this just like somebody trolling? Yeah, basically. No. Oh, okay, society. Controlling. Sure. <laughs> well, who wants to uh, give me a heads up on what's coming up on news today? Good morning, Megan. <laughs> Good morning. You want to hear that? That is Megan. That's Megan's. I, I woke here. up today 
so happy for the first time in months. Yeah, you weren't going to be. Hey, you don't have to do news. Yeah. done for to do news. I was just going to like go over here, and then you were going to ask me, Nico, what are we going to talk about? And I was just going to want to say something dumb, and then you were going to be like, well, let's just say something that's actually going to be in news. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay. So now she's going to do that. All right. <laughs> well, there were some shots that rattled air travelers in Dallas yesterday. I'll uh, give you the story behind that one. Wait, okay. shots in the air? Yeah, no, in the airport. In the right. airport, oh. yes. And uh, Donald Trump returns to Washington, D.C. today for a speech. Right, he's going to do a speech in Washington, D.C. A Game of Thrones. Are you a Game of Thrones guy, Buzz? Uh, I watched the series okay. when it was on Megan, for sure. So when Game of Thrones was going on, they would have like weekly recaps of it. They would play games all the time. But it oh, turns out, well, Joe only Buzz used to do this really cool recap, but to the Game of Thrones theme da, song. Da, da, da. No, wait. Last da. night on Game of Thrones, <laughs> so it they turns out some Megan. dragons. They flew around. Lisa was the only one to actually finish the series. Buzz didn't finish the I series. I finished the series. Did you? Yeah. I finished uh. the series because we lo- the the thing about the last season of Game of Thrones, we hated it, but we loved bitching about how much we hated it. Mm. Did, were you into Game of Thrones? You know, not really. Yeah. Not really. Joanna just watched the recap on YouTube for each yep. episode. Oh yeah, that's probably more. Well, along it sounds the lines like you've mine. got some Game of Thrones news, and now I that do. I've established myself as a Game of Thrones viewer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're into cruises post-COVID, there is a Game of Thrones cruise set to sail next month. So take a little chance. I don't know to the Undying about, Lands? I mean, I don't know how I feel about uh, cruises now, anymore. I get a little anxiety thinking about cruises. And have you been on a lot of cruises? Only one, but I, it just seems claustrophobic to me. Yeah, I've only been on one. And I had a really good time. I yeah, thought it was, it was corny. It was I thought great. it seemed corny and yeah. something my in parents the best would way, do. Imagine yeah. a Game of Thrones themed one. I could yeah, go for the a, nudity, that. but not the violence. <laughs> I'll pass on the violence unless it's being done to somebody else. Also, I keep seeing the uh, promos for the is it HBO that's covered the, the War of Rings, HBO. War War of Power, no War of Power, no, yeah, no Dragon called? something. Oh. Not the, we're not talking about Lord of the Rings. We're talking about. I, I confused them all. I just imagine did you they were just all, get yeah. mixed up with because they do have a Lord of the Rings. Rings of Power. I, I, I that's one. the Lord of the Rings. I just got <laughs> them confused. Yeah, sorry, I'm an idiot. But the Game of Thrones is dragon something right. or other yeah. about the Targaryens, right? And they got this young actress and watching the trailer for it or the promo for it, you would think, oh, that's young Daenerys Targaryen, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's not. And because I always watch with the subtitles on because I'm going deaf, I found out her (laughs) name. It's not Daenerys Targaryen. It's Rhaenerys Targaryen. Oh. Her great-grandmother? I I don't know, but it's like you change the sound of one letter in the name. (laughs) Just go ahead and call her Daenerys. That's like you calling some ancestor... Fuzz. Yeah. And my great grandfather, <laughs> Fuzz, Fuzz Madams. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of similar to that. Uh, all right. So it sounds like we have a lot that we're going to be talking about today. Let me uh, do another rundown here. I've got an article that's up and I'll talk more about it, but somebody has been uh, vandalizing lamppost in El Paso with. By sticking bumper stickers that say, Ditch Buzz Adams. 
and I have never been more complimented in my life. <laughs> never more because proud. Thrilled at the attention. They didn't just like vandalize it with spray paint or graffiti. Somebody had bumper stickers. Is your is your face on it? Too? Oh. No bumper stickers. So somebody had to design them. Somebody somebody had to pay for them. them. Right. Print them. Somebody take was the sticky part off the back of them. them. Yeah. Somebody was moved so much by what I do that they paid probably a pretty penny to have anti-Buzz Adams bumper stickers put up. And that is just a joy that I have to share with everybody else. So I wrote about it at KLAQ.com. Joanna. It, no, was, it, was it was me. <laughs> no, was it you? That, that is brilliant, brilliant viral marketing. I've always said to myself, I want to do some viral marketing, but then I Let's just don't, do it. I don't have do any follow-through, you know? Somebody did it for me, and whoever that is, I would love to just shake their hand. That is the best way to get it. You know, they do the work. Right. When the, if you, you walked in, if you were new to town and you saw something that said, don't listen to this dude. Oh, I've got to listen to right. that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna, absolutely. You would ignore all the billboards saying, do listen to this dude or and if you saw one and the message was whatever you do don't listen to this cat that's the one you would want to listen to right yeah. yeah so thank you phantom bumper sticker dude whoever you are out there i really really appreciate it <laughs> i'm so flattered sometimes i just ride by him just to look at him <laughs> uh let's get to our late night roundup this is for all of you early risers if you didn't get a, if you didn't stay up watching tv late last night we've got a recap of Get to our entertainment Hollywood news. Joanna Barba has that standing by for us. Also, later this hour, we're going to have uh, prizes to give away, and we kind of have like a cavalcade of prizes. A so, cavalcade. Yeah, that's I thought, a word right there. I thought I would just let people choose. So, with the Plaza Film Festival coming up, we've got tickets to some of the movies that are showing classics like Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, nice. Scarface. We also have tickets for the Tacos Imas Festival, which is this Saturday at the Cowtown Boots Event Center. And uh, we've got a special contest in honor of High Times Magazine's Cannabis Couple. <laughs> yeah. KLAQ invites you out this Thursday. It's one of the most popular nights of the year at Cool Canyon Nights. West Star presents Fungi Mungle Woo! on the main stage. Music has started at 6 with the Retros on mm. the El Paso Community College patio stage. And then at 7, Fungi Mungle takes over. Fungi Mungle is far and away El Paso's favorite party band that does covers mostly from disco and uh, the 70s era. Uh, just learned none of them named Mungle. Yeah. <laughs> you, you thought you thought Joey Mungle's last, last name, name was, was actually Mungle. Mungle. I thought yeah. they were all brothers Mungle. I think it's, uh, and I don't know if you're going to get this reference, kind of a Wilbury situation. Oh, uh, like the and Wilbur. The traveling, uh, traveling Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys were Tom Petty and Bob Dylan and all the... Uh, of course Jeff I know Lynn. about them, yeah. The yeah. legendary super group. Okay, well, Fungi Mungle's mm -hmm. kind of a super group. Where everybody pretends that their last name is Mungle. But people love him. I love him. Yeah. I'm thinking about going out there. You know, jo Thursday. Joey did stand up for a little bit, or he, he, for one show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, he hired me to just put on one comedy show that he got to host so he could do. He wanted to give it a shot, yeah. huh? Did he wear his Joey Mungle wig? No, he did not. <laughs> okay. Mm -mm. 
Uh, each free concert starts at 6 o'clock this Thursday. It's the Retro's live performance uh, on the El Paso Community College stage, followed by the main act, which is this week, is Fungi Mungle on the uh, McElligan Canyon Amphitheater stage. You can find out uh, more than anything else you need to know on the must-read bar at klaq.com. But this is second to last week. Next, a week from Thursday, is the re- rescheduled Azukar concert. But this week, Funky Mungle on the main stage. And if I didn't mention it, I really should. It's free to attend. So no charge to come out and see the concerts at Cool Canyon Nights as the summer series is starting to wind down. We just have a couple weeks uh, left in Cool Canyon Nights. This should be a good week, too. Mid-90s and not mid-100s. Yeah. As long as it's not rainy. Well, it cools down nice, you know. Usually by the time those concerts are getting started. Um, Television Tonight, America's Got Talent Auditions. That starts at 7 on NBC. Celebrity Game Face on E. And Discovery at Shark Week, everybody. And tonight... Yeah. Nice round of applause for Shark Week. (laughs) Jaws... Those sharks deserve it. They do. (laughs) All new programming, Jaws versus Kraken. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. NBC has a one-hour sneak preview of a show called Snake in the Grass, Master of Gameplay. It's an early look at a new reality competition that is going to be on the USA Network. But for tonight, it's on NBC. It's hosted by my arch nemesis, Bobby Bones, and officially premieres. (laughs) Isn't he on the radio? I don't even know if he does it anymore, but yeah. I Last I saw him, he was on American Idol, I thought. Okay, you now know what? We don't show. need to go over all the accolades <laughs> Megan, for Bobby Bones. Megan, Is there a backstory to very source The last time I don't heard mention Bobby Bones. he was okay, getting okay. an Academy Award and the Congressional Shut Medal up. of Honor, I think. Congressional Medal of Honor. <laughs> so here's the description of this show, Snake in the Grass. Each episode, four players are dropped into the wilderness and face a series of challenges to earn clues that will help them figure out which of them is secretly working against the rest of the team. They're the snake in the grass. They're the snake in the grass. (laughs) The prize is $100,000. Over on Netflix, there's a new stand-up special, Whitney Cummings has a new stand-up special you could check out. It's called Whitney Cummings Jokes on Netflix. Well, it's sad, but we're going to have to talk about this uh, uh, eventually. R.I.P. the Klondike Bar. No, it's and not the Klondike Bar. I mean, the, uh, the, excuse me, the Klondike <laughs> Choco Taco. Choco Taco. Not oh, the my Klondike. God. My heart stopped for two Klond- seconds. Klondike. I like... I like the Choco Taco more than I do, the like, Klond- the regular yeah, Klondike me too. Bar. I bet me you do. Too. Me too. <laughs> What's the one? What would you do for a Choco Taco? <laughs> I would pay like a buck and a half. It doesn't have more that's than why what I would do for a raw Klondike. That's why they're getting rid of it, Joanna. That's not why, Nico. It's amazing on its own. It doesn't need a theme song, all right? Choco, Choco Taco, Taco. You, you you see it a lot of the like ice cream trucks. trucks right. That's where you. I yeah, mean, they might be in the store. They had them at Taco Bell for a while. Did they? They did, absolutely. They sold them at Taco Bell for a while. What would you do for a Choco Taco? Doesn't sound the same. I would Any. kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'd eat my broccoli. Oh, you're, you're going with the uh, 
Western, nice. Western, yeah. Western playland. Uh. Um, so we'll talk about that coming up before too long, but it's time to get into our entertainment news and Hollywood yep. notes with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Sorry, I went down the rabbit hole of Chaco Taco here. <laughs> Good morning. Marvel fans can be just like Thanos for a whopping $25 million. Mm-hmm. At San Diego Comic-Con on a Friday, Marvel announced that it has partnered with East Continental Gems to launch a special collection of gemstones that resemble the Infinity Stones. The stones are even housed in a custom-made Infinity Gauntlet, just like Thanos wears in the movies. The collection consists of these six Infinity Stones and totals over 150 carats. Photos of each gem, including the custom-made gauntlet, can be found at uh, EGC's website in the Marvel and EGC- ECG Gallery. You gotta check them out, Buzz. My future girlfriend's getting the nerdiest engagement gauntlet in the world. <laughs> Yeah, will you save the world with me? (laughs) (laughs) Write this down. I'm helping you out. Thank you. Jeopardy appears poised to keep its dual host for its 39th season. Deadline reports co-guests host Maya Bialik and Ken Jennings are negotiating to continue splitting the duties when the popular game show returns for season 39. Sony Pictures TV, which produces Jeopardy, wouldn't comment on the report, but if it turns out to be true, that would mean fans would get to enjoy another season of the duo, which has become a big hit with fans. Uh, I'm a Ken Jennings yes, person, go. personally. It's hard, you know. It's hard to watch uh, the Mayim ones for me. The what? The Mayim. Mayim Violet. But how do you say her last name? Bialik. Bialik. Yeah. Well, you um, mean like it, it's awkward or cringy when she does it? Yeah, I can't. It's just uncomfortable for me to watch. It doesn't. She doesn't come off very genuine to me. Because hmm. that's very that's like here I am. I'm hosting a show. I don't like that. She, you know, here's the one thing that I've harped on. I don't like that she's an actual neuroscientist. Oh my and God, she tells dude. you every episode. She does. By she the tells way, you, I'm, I'm a real scientist. <laughs> but then she does. That's what, that's what gets Megan. <laughs> but then she does Megan's these like, ads yeah. for these brain boosters, yes, which really the vitamins. Yeah, the vitamins like, that are. Weird. supposed to make you smarter or yeah. whatever. Don't yeah. get him started Don't on that. Don't get him started on that. <laughs> yeah. I still have that's, some other stories. That's my about. main beef against Mayim Bialik. I just can't separate her from Big Bang Theory in a yeah, moment. That's yeah. Amy, Amy Farrah Fowler right there. <laughs> <laughs> as far as Kiki Palmer is concerned, you can keep your comparisons to yourself. Ooh. In case you missed it, a now viral tweet suggested that a Kiki wasn't as successful as Zendaya due to colorism. Well, once Kiki got wind of it, she immediately shut it down and tweeted back, quote, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon, and the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. Wasn't That So Raven a show before her show on Disney? Or was that a Nickelodeon show? That was a Disney show. It was Disney. Oh, and uh, Kiki Palmer was on Nickelodeon. Well, so far, Zendaya hasn't responded to the controversy. I was just about to ask. What's Z saying? I don't know. I don't know that she was the youngest talk show host. She is. She filled in for Wendy Williams, I want to say. When she was how old? Well, they had a show. They had a show after The View, too, that Kiki was on. It was... Oh, right. Like GMA 3, Hour 3. I think she... And then she ended up hosting it with Michael Strahan, I think. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Oh, wow. 
But it was very short-lived. <clears throat> I think oh, yeah. She's, she's got a lot of good she's stuff. She's up there. Yeah. Don't compare her. No, absolutely. Don't compare her to Zendaya. So that's colorism is comparing to black women. Is that That's the issue. Is that they, they, she, should, she wants to be compared to anybody, not just being compared to I think she's to saying think nobody someone that can, looks can just be like compared her. to yeah. her. Right. Right. No, the, the, not to compare the two. The, girls, the criticism was before look alike. Before she said anything that uh, that Zendaya was doing better because of colorism. Well, Kiki Palmer oh. is in the number one movie. I see over the weekend. Right. So. Kiki Palmer yeah. is great in Nope. I loved her. They're both great. Both they are. Them. Don't compare. <laughs> <They're> awesome. <laughs> Eagle-eyed Stranger Things fans have spotted a small change that makes one of its characters seem less pervy. Mm-hmm. As pointed out by Insider, the scene in question was featured in an t- episode titled The Weirdo on Maple Street. That's the second episode of the first season. The original version showed Jonathan Byers, portrayed by Charlie Heaton, hiding in a wooded area as he spies on his classmates and snaps photos of their late-night get-together. At one point during the scene, Nancy and Steve go inside the house for an intimate moment. Mm-hmm. Jonathan continues photographing Nancy through a bedroom window, Ew. but he pauses once he sees her starting to address, undress. In the original episode, Jonathan only hesitates for a few seconds before continuing to take photos of a shirtless Nancy. Fans of the scene have since been uh, fans noticed that the scene has been edited out of the streaming version and it is no longer showing Jonathan taking photos of Nancy. Instead, Jonathan lifts up his camera and turns his direction to Barb instead. And this is not a case of collective memory loss. The original Peeping Tom scene remains on older DVD sets. Huh. And with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Uh, Elton John and Britney Spears have announced that they are going to be recording an Elton John classic, Tiny Dancer. Oh, snap. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Yes, You've been been dying to to finally get the Britney-Elton version of uh, collab of Tiny Dancer. (laughs) Sources say that Britney Spears is making her much-anticipated comeback by recording a duet with Elton John. And they say it will be a remake of his classic song, Tiny Dancer. Wow. I just hope she dances her Instagram dances while they sing Hell the song yeah. together. But like really tiny. Like, <laughs> like. She, is, she is a tiny dancer. She is a tiny dancer. Well, we've got an exclusive sneak preview. Are you ready? <gasps> yeah. yeah. All right, here goes. Uh, here, <clears throat> no, no, oh here it goes for real. Hey, uh, Ticketmaster is finally talking about this. Uh, they've gotten a lot of criticism because there were Bruce Springsteen tickets that were four thousand dollars. Some of them were $5,000, and they weren't even great seats. They were like mid-level seats, and the price was $5,000. And don't tell me, Ticketmaster is defending their decision. Ticketmaster is defending their decision. protecting you against scalpers. Ticketmaster is defending themselves for the $5,000 Bruce Springsteen tickets, so we'll talk about that. We've got some neckline calls, and it looks like they've discontinued the Chaco Taco, (gasps) which... 
you know, of all the things to discontinue, discontinue the the one the ones that look like animated characters and they have gumballs for eyes. <laughs> the Ninja Turtle. Well, they the had Tweety a Dora Bird? the Explorers. Yeah, they do have really? a Tweety Bird, but the Dora the Explorer. Because kids get those, right. but they're not that great. Like kids get them because they look like their favorite cartoon character. They're delicious. Just because they look like a. I don't know which one you're eating. My kid would get the Dora one all the time, and then it never failed. You know, she didn't like. It never tasted like Dora. She (laughs) never tasted like Dora. Supposed to. Not like that spam that you can get in Hawaii. (laughs) Let's take a break. We'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. Do not readjust. We're going to get to uh, some neckline calls. You can leave a message for us on our 24-hour-a-day recorded line. So anytime inspiration strikes, you can call and leave a message on the neckline. And that number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325 to leave a message. If you want to call directly between the hours of 6 and 10, you catch us here in the studio. And that number is 915-910-4995. 910-4995. We got a game that we want to play called Cannabis Strain or Racehorse. And it's all based on a conversation we were having yesterday about High Times Magazine's Cannabis Cup winners. That's right. Turns out they do it for all of the states where cannabis is legal. They don't do it in states where cannabis is still a criminal offense. So they have a, and in, in California, in fact, they have a SoCal and a NoCal. Uh, they've got Colorado, Maine, Washington, Oregon. They don't right. have a New Mexico. Maybe the uh, marijuana legalization is too new because well, it didn't seem like they had one for New Mexico. I'm pretty sure the reason is because you're not allowed to transport cannabis across state lines. And that's what I was telling you before. Each state grows their own. They're not importing from other states. So New Mexico grows their own. California grows their own. Colorado grows their own. Uh, so you, you couldn't have a national cannabis cup because you couldn't bring all the strains okay. to the cup. They well, have, I think they, they have it in Colorado. Tur- they need to have a tournament of champions where on some kind of neutral ground, <laughs> possibly Switzerland, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all bring their best and then they battle it out for the ultimate, you know what I mean? The ultimate strain. Maybe Guam. <laughs> Some place where they could all bring it. That's a good strain. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're going to have marijuana strain or racehorse coming up and your chance to win prizes. So have that number handy to the studio line, 915-910-4995. All right. So uh, let me just set up because a lot of these calls are from people in Midland, Odessa, who are rightfully upset that Nico has been denigrating their town. You wouldn't like it if somebody was doing it to your town, the people from Midland, Odessa. And it all started when Nico asserted that he used to work for the hot, the ambulance and it would take him out to Odessa. And the people would tell him, oh, we have to go all the way to the big city of El Paso in order to go to a Walmart because mm-hmm. we don't have a Walmart. And turns out that's it, not true. It turns out you had misremembered you weren't actually in Odessa, were you? <laughs> uh, Van Horn, Texas. Seems awfully a lot like Midland yeah. Odessa to me. Mm-hmm. 
Van Horn's like 75 miles away. And only 5,000 people. And only 5,000 people. Midland, Odessa's 300 miles right. from El Paso so, and has a scotch farther. several hundred thousand people. A scotch more people. And we've got a lot of uh, callers who uh, want to be heard. So that's what the neckline's all for. So if it seems like people are going ham on Nico today, did you like that? No. Ham? Yeah, that's like young people speak. That it I'm is. Trying what to does it stand for? Hard as a. M- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, this guy Nico is an ingrate. Ragging on Odessa Midland again, bro. <laughs> does Does Midland have an airport? Buzz. Midland has more than a regional airport. It is an inter. National oh. Airport. Uh, see, because I oh, stood right that. up for him and I said they definitely have an airport because even little towns like Hobbs have have regional airports. And I was wrong. Not just a regional airport, an international, international airport. M A S is its initials, whatever that stands for. Middle Not airport. only international. I, I will say this though. I've been on flights. Where the person, we were flying out of Dallas to El Paso, and the person was then going to catch a connector to fly back to Midland, Odessa. So, you know why they call it Midland, right? It's middle of the land. No, it's halfway point between El Paso and Fort Worth. Okay. That's why they call it Midland. But somebody caught a plane at Love, and we were going to El Paso, and they were telling me, oh, then I got to catch this little puddle jumper and go back to uh, Midland, Odessa. But look, I'm not here to pile on. I'm just saying Midland, Odessa is a fully modern, thriving metropolis. Thriving metropolis. Not only international, <laughs> the Midland Airport is the international and space port. What was it, four years ago, maybe? Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, came to Midland at a, I don't remember what location. I think it was at the college. Yeah, Midland College, and spoke. He had like a speech praising Midland for having the international um, airport, air and space ports. Look it up. And Nico, check yourself before you wreck um. yourself. Please. It's for it's in your best interest. Oh. Words of Was wisdom. that a threat? Words of, no, words of wisdom. No, it's, it's good in advice. Your best no, no. It is in your best interest. No, absolutely right. I do not mean to big bag on Midland, Odessa. I love it. Love the people. This is not just a one-off, though. We've got a lot of calls. Oh, great. Have you ever done stand-up in Midland or Odessa or Monahans? I uh, or Pecos. I'll even give you Pecos. I've done San to. Angelo. I've done... Have I done Odessa? No, I don't think so. Hey, this one's for Nico, man. Hey, I really enjoy you. I uh, think you're funny. Wait, here's the thing. I feel like you don't manage your success. Don't manage your what? Let me back that up. I feel like you don't manage your success. Your success? Your success? I think that's a huge problem with you. Is that you you don't manage success well at all. Don't manage success. Success. Okay. Or stress. Stress. (laughs) Success or stress. He thinks you're successful. (laughs) 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 To me, that's the funniest thing. Default is failure, man. You got some success going. You're on the show. Yeah, success. 
podcasts are going good. Everything's going good. You just need to listen to everybody. Show up a little bit early. Get yourself on a schedule. I know that it seems like it's not that you don't want to do, but you're getting some success. Manage it well, and you'll have more. Okay, so the other thing that people have been very upset with Nico about, three things, really. People in Midland, Odessa, who think that he's disrespecting their viability as a modern city. Uh, people who are upset that Nico willfully doesn't know anything about the music format of rock music. Oh, nobody cares. And about then that. people who don't like your cavalier attitude about showing up late for work and being called out for it. <laughs> and that you make it, you make it an entire part of the show. I mean, you are trying to, I don't know what you're doing, trying to shame me about it, or you're trying, yep. but you basically... That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to shame you into showing up one time. F you. I mean... <laughs> Jeez. See, this is the point that the F caller you. is trying. No, because I know, I know what you're doing. Look, you could have, you could do something about it at any moment. I mean, you're my boss, technically, and... You know, the time that I was late, I had called you in the morning and I was like, hey, I'm going to be late. And you're like, okay. Then when it happens, you'd make, you try and make the whole show about it. And if you want to make the whole show about it, fine. Now, but Nico but it's been- not, it's, it's honestly probably not any later than a, somebody at another job. Or any more frequently than any, somebody at another job. Oh no, but no, no! no. There if are you want to make jobs the whole show you, about it, look, I've worked at jobs before where they had a t- a clock that you punch in. Right. If you were punched in in time, there were consequences, and I think there are a lot of people listening who live in that kind yes, of world absolutely. where there are consequences. Okay. And for you to just say, "Oh, it's normal; people show up late," is you know, okay. there are a lot of people out there that would tell you that's not the case. All right, so what do you want, man? What, are you going to do this every day? Are you going to try and make the show about this? <laughs> he did this? show up earlier today well, what and you, dress. What do you want? For success. Honestly. You did good today. Um, you did good today. Nico has been doing better, but I think that's because we have a new team member and he's trying to impress the new team member. Nice. Megan. Thanks, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was showing up uh, dressed yeah. and fine before last week before Megan showed what I'm saying. Except that one day that you were like hella late. That was, that's the day I called in. And I said, hey, I'm not going to be here. If not, you're going to end up as a failure. At I, where? As a what? A seller? If not, you're going to end up as a failure. Oh. But uh, hey, enjoy the show. Don't think I'm criticizing you. I want to see you succeed. Just well, thank hope that you. this is something that uh, will get you that way. Listen to Bud. Listen to your parents. <laughs> this is stuff you need to do. It's not just old school stuff. This is the recipe to success. I think part of it was I tried to impart what? some wisdom to Nick. I, I don't know. I couldn't hear that very well. But Listen And one of the parents. things I told you was... Yeah, because his parents back me up what I say. <laughs> one of the things I told you is, have you ever heard the saying, if you're... If you if you're supposed to be at work at six and you show up at six, you're late. Yeah, everybody who has a great grandfather has heard that piece of wise <laughs> sage advice. If was. you show up ten minutes early, you're on time. Sure. Uh, if you show up on time, you're late, and that I think people are perceiving sure. that that just doesn't sink in. Sure. You. You've done this six days in a row. I mean, what do you want, man? Um, you're technically my boss. You are the one that can control this at any second. Please start showing up okay. on time. I okay. have been. Not an issue anymore. No. Right. Okay. What's up, Mosho? This Megan McCormick sounds really professional. A little too professional. <laughs> I think she's a federal agent. She's a fed, bud. That's right. That's right. Hook her up to a lie detector quick. 
That's right. We're on to you, Maggie. The Ooh, Meg. Maggie. I like, oh, the Meg, Meg is coming for your job, Buzz. The Meg in the Morning Mo Show. Okie dokie. Oh, DJ. Thank you for that. First Whoever of all, was. okie dokie guy. That made my day. First okie dokie guy loves to stir the pot. I love it. Thanks for stepping it. on my nicknames for Megan already. I was going to present the that Meg. later, calling her The Meg. The that's Meg? Because she's got extra teeth. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. Do you have, any, do you have the rest of them? We Debatable. Got, we got a minute here. Are you into pirates? Um, we call you Meg Leg. Meg Leg, like Peg Leg? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, um, Megan McCormick. That's my name. Yeah, oh, no. That's, my name. Ma- that's her real name. <laughs> Maureen McCormick. Oh, Maureen. Who that's played. what Buzz Marsha Brady. Marsha Brady. That's what Buzz Marsha, 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 Marsha. McCormick, the Spice Girl. Right. McCormick, McCormick spices. spices. I like it. Keep, keep coming up with yeah. some good names. What else keep working have? on that. I, yeah. Okay. I mean, gorgeous, beautiful Megan. <laughs> Fun, hilarious Megan. No, Megan, that's Megan, not Megan, the it. best ever. No, no those aren't. No. Okay. Not most. Too, too, you know, too obvious. I like how he thinks you're a narc. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. A thinks, little too uh, Megan is a plant okay. from the government. Well, you never know. You never know. Here to check on Nico. And how early I show up. They called me about that dog the other day, so. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) They did. They did. Because, you know, Nico left his dog in a hot car. I almost broke my car with a hot rock. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on to Ticketmaster. (laughs) (laughs) Ticketmaster is defending their decision to sell Bruce Springsteen tickets that were going for up to $5,000. Not for backstage, not for front row, not for a luxury box, just kind of like regular tickets, and they were going for $5,000. They claim that it's because of their new dynamic pricing system can sometimes drive the price of tickets sky high. And they say that... Interesting. Is that like surge pricing for Ubers? Yeah, yeah. I mean... I think at least the idea is similar. Yeah. Um, But they say that of these Bruce Springsteen tickets, only 1.3% of all the tickets to the Springsteen tour have so far gone over $1,000. So somehow they let it out there like a supply and demand. You know, they just let it play out. So if there was somebody willing to pay $5,000 for tickets, they let the the demand set what the price is going to be. Uh, somebody brought up an old concert commercial from 1986, and they were doing a commercial for Kiss and Blue Oyster Cult. And on the screen, they flashed the what the prices of the tickets were. It told you right there. The tickets were $15.50 for the top Ooh, tier. That's good. And the regular admission tickets were $13.50, but it wasn't a mystery. I would say on the commercial. So here's uh, a Ticketmaster commercial from back in the 1980s. The St. Pauli Girl Concert Series. Friday, April 11th at Meadowlands Arena. John Schur and WNEWFM welcome the Kiss Spectacle. Together with Blue Oyster Meadowlands Capital Theater and Ticketmaster Outlet. Friday, April 11th at Meadowlands. Together live. Kiss and Blue Oyster Call. So, oh, that sounds so retro. That sounds yeah. awesome. 
But at least they would tell you, here, here's what you could expect to pay for tickets. Right. Yeah. I could afford to go to concerts back in 1986. I better get like a kiss on the lips if I'm paying $5,000 to see Bruce Springsteen. He better kiss, kiss me on the from, face. From Bruce Springsteen? Well, I mean, if I... I personally wouldn't choose that, but I'm saying if I'm a woman that wanna, wants that, wanna, I better get like a I don't some want kind it. of super fan experience. Yeah, exactly. Right. But exactly. I paid for it. You got to get, you know, a meet and greet <laughs> or something. Something least. something special that, you know, my other friends that didn't pay five grand didn't get. We've got tickets to give away. Lots of different tickets. So if you're a winner, we're going to do a uh, contest based on the Cannabis Cup, which is put on by iTimes Magazine. Yum, yeah, mum. Marijuana strain or racehorse. And if you answer correctly, we'll let you take your pick. We've got the Tacos Imas Festival, which is coming up this Saturday. It's going to be at the Cowtown Boots Event Center. Woo! And it starts at 5 o'clock. There's going to be music all night long and games and activities. And tacos. family friendly. There's going to be tacos for Imas. sure. Imas. No Chaco tacos, though. No. R.I.P. Uh, we've also got tickets if... Uh, if the uh, Tacos y Mas is not your choice, you can choose uh, tickets to go see Bonnie and Clyde at the uh, Plaza Film Festival. Also, Scarface. You, you know, this is one of the few chances you'd ever have to see Scarface on the big screen. If you weren't, you know, alive in 1983 when it came out <laughs> in theaters, you could see Scarface on the big screen. And we'll let you take your choice. You just have to correctly answer. We'll give you a name. You tell us, is it a strain of marijuana or is it a racehorse? And let's go ahead and get contestants set up for this. Let's start with caller number 10. That number is 915-910-4995. 915-910-4995 to play Cannabis strain or hort or racehorse, and we'll do that as soon as we get our contestants returned from commercials. Right after this, to call the buzzer, uh, we have got contestants who are standing by to play a game called cannabis strain or racehorse. And nice. we've got lots of great I'm prizes so for them to win. <laughs> you got a uh, you got a writing workshop and then a uh, comedy showcase coming up this weekend, right? I do. I have a writing workshop at the Pershing Inn, the PI um, where we'll be doing comedy uh, workshops almost every other Tuesday. I'm doing today uh, jokes, jokes, and jokes. We'll just be going over writing. So if you want to come by, learn how to write some jokes. Like how to craft a joke. Yeah, how to start with a premise or a funny idea, and then how to move from there into you know, organizing it into a setup, a punchline, and... Uh, and maybe add some tags every once in a while. Right. Yeah. So any comedians or aspiring comedians, or you, if you'd just like to see how the sausage is made. That's right. Pershing <laughs> Literally. <laughs> also, this weekend, uh, I have an open mic that I am going to be hosting personally. Since I've been on the show, it's been a little tough to get out on weeknights and go to open mics and practice. So I've decided to set some up on weekends that I will be hosting personally from now on blazing tree brewery this saturday 11426 rojas drive uh starts at 8 p.m uh i'll have all the information on my social media and my website check me out at at nico adjective nico nico adjective that's right where does that come from nico adjective uh my last name's adjimian and nobody can spell that Okay, got and it. Got adge it. An adjective, adjective is supposed is, to be better? Yeah. Is the it's English a, word that most closely sounds like his name. Yes. Oh. Yeah, you buzz. You're right in my brain. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys share a brain. It's so cute. Well, reading your mind is like reading a, a 
book of nursery tales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said picture book for sure. La, 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 pot, pot, give us some pot. Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. High, high, I want to get high. Never give it up if you give it a try. A uh, reminder that marijuana remains illegal in the state of Texas. Just want to throw that out there as a friendly reminder. Right. But but not 20 miles from here. Five. Five miles. Five miles, right? <laughs> I think five miles from here. Five miles. Uh, so this came up when Nico uh, told me that the High Times Magazine has a cannabis cup every year. But since all the different marijuana strains... Are are sold in the same state that they're grown in. Right, they have to have a cannabis cup for every state where marijuana is legal. But California stuff is pretty good. So, so I hear uh, he was telling me the names of some of these strains, and some of them are pretty funny. Like purple purple monkey balls is a funny one. <laughs> but you know, you realize purple monkey balls just as easily could be the name of a racehorse, right? Because they have crazy weird names. Race who, who won the Kentucky Derby this year? Was this your mind that bird, or was that, uh, I don't know, that's the last one that really stands out. It was uh, one that was not well-known. I, I can't remember the name. Rich Strike. Rich yeah. Strike. That was yeah. a come-from-behind win, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, so what we're going to do is, I'm I, I'm going to say, I'll give you two chances. If you don't get it on the first try, I'll give you a second try, but uh, I'm going to give you a name. It's either name of a racehorse or the name of a cannabis strain. If you get it right, I'll let you take your pick. We got tickets to the Tacos Imaz Festival, which is this Saturday. And there's going to be music. And I think the tickets are like $40 a piece. So it's like $80 value. If you'd rather go see one of the classic movies at the film festival, we've got passes to see Bonnie and Clyde at the Plaza Film Festival or Scarface at the Plaza Film Festival. Adam is up first. Hi, Adam. What's up, bud? Hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. Uh, you know your uh, racehorses or weed strains? Uh, let's go with the second one, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a name, and you're going to tell me, is it the name of a strain of cannabis, or is it the name of a racehorse? Are you ready? You will, have, you will have five seconds to answer. All right. Here it is. Whoa, see, whoa. That's woe, see, woe. Racehorse or uh, cannabis strain? Racehorse. Oh, no, no, but I can totally see how you would think that because woe is what you say. You know, whoa, you whoa. say that to a horse. Uh, woe <laughs> yeah. is, in fact, a cannabis strain. And listen to this. It is the 2022 first prize winner in the indica category of the southern california cannabis cup so woe see woe is actually this year's award winner whoa see but whoa. as i said i give you i give you one chance to still win all, all right. right what's your second choice so woe see woe not a horse it was weed all right you got this last chance to uh, to still win the prize, whichever you pick. G spot, okay. and let me spell it. It's G E E S P O T. G spot, cannabis strain or horse? 
Ten of a string. Adam. Uh, I'll give you another. Well, you know what? You're the first caller. I'll give you one more try. One okay? more chance. Uh, anyway, G-Spot, uh, the horse got its name because he was si- the horse that sired him was called Pursuit of Love, and the mare that was his mother was called My Discovery, so the G-Spot. Spot. Unfortunately, the racehorse known as G-Spot didn't win many races because all the male jockeys had trouble finding it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you one more. Uh, all right. Because I want you to win. I want to start off with a winner here. Right or wrong, yeah, this win. is... Yeah, what are you wanting to win? What were the options? There was the taco tickets. The taco tickets, Scarface, or Bonnie and Clyde? Uh, probably taco tickets. Taco, yeah, right. it's going to be fun. So All right, here it. we go. Marijuana strain or racehorse? Barack O. Bubba. <laughs> Barack O. Bubba. That has to be a marijuana strain. It is! A marijuana strain. <laughs> so, Congratulations, what, Adam. Adam, why did you say you thought it had to be a marijuana strain? Because uh, of there's a string called like Bubba Kush. Bubba Kush, yeah. So one and one together, you know. Barack Obama is a substrain of Bubba Kush. It was first cultivated back when Obama was president, so it was named in tribute to the 44th president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, That's you know what? You only got to get one right. We got tickets for you. Hold on, Joanna. We'll make sure you are set up with those tickets for the Taco Imas. Festival. Woo! Thanks, Good job, man. All right, thank you guys. I appreciate it. All right, hang tight. Now, I just I made that exception, but we're going to continue on, and you probably don't have as many. I probably don't have as many as I planned on. Yeah, so I might have to limit it to seriously now only two tries going forward. And this is Omar. Hi, Omar. Hey, how you doing, bud? Doing good. I'm going to give you a name, either of a racehorse or a cannabis strain, and you tell me if you could guess correctly. All you got to do right, is get see. one right. All right. The name is, need your answer in five seconds, Omar, Tropical Slushy. Oh, that's a horse. You think Tropical Slushy is a horse? Yes, No! Oh. All right, don't worry. You got another chance. Rule of thumb, if it sounds... Like something you would like to snack on after you get high, it's probably a weed strain. So tropical slushy. Yeah, yeah, anything that's like, oh, I'd, uh, Scooby Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Trop- like tropical. Actually, tropical slushy is a high potency hash resin. Oh. And it was a prize winner at this year's Cannabis Cup. All right, another chance to win. Omar, you can get it done this time. You ready? All right. Horse or weed strain? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. How's that spelled? Just H-A-H-A-H-A. Okay, listen. H-A space, H-A space, H-A. That's good. He's using some good sense there, asking how it's spelled. Okay. Um, ha, ha, I think that's ha. A horse. You want to say ha, ha, ha as a horse? Yeah. Well, let's find out if Omar got it on his second try. Yeah! yeah. Omar, yeah. Good job. Nice.
Now, <laughs> I know you'd think ha 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 would be a strain of pot. Because it makes you go. Sometimes it ha, has ha, been ha. known to make people get the giggles. Or so I've... I think it was, that one was a little bit too much on the nose. <laughs> what, right. That it, oh, it right. sounded too, too much too on the nose. Too like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Like we were trying to reverse psychology. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> ha 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 was a racehorse. He only had six races. And in his six races, he finished in last place in four of those. Oh, no. Oh my God. That kind of horse doesn't That's go the out to stud. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chance if you're buying school supplies for your kids. He's in blue. Yeah, he might be in the Elmer's glue. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, fin- you finish dead last four out of six races. You're probably not going to a nice farm upstate, right? Oh, I don't. Th- I don't even think he might make any good blue anyway. Right. He he wouldn't even make it to Elmer's. It would be it's some generic sticky. brand. <laughs> All right. Hang tight a second, Omar. Well done. <laughs> ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Omar did win. Omar had it going. He, he he knew how to play the game. All right, I got he was one not, more contest. He was not tricked. No, no, no. We've got Joel, and Joel is going to be our final contestant this morning for marijuana strain or racehorse. Hi, Joel. Morning. All you got to do is get one right. As soon as you get one right, that makes you the winner. You ready to go? Awesome. All right, here we yes, go. Sir. Is this the name of a racehorse or the name of a strain of marijuana? Two in the pink. <laughs> um, I'm just telling you what the name is, all right? Somebody got, either named that their, somebody named their weed or their racehorse two in the pink. So the question for you, Joel, is which do you think it is? I'm gonna have to go with strain. You're gonna say marijuana. Yes. It's a good thing you did. Because... <laughs> wow. So I was looking up a little bit on each one of these. It turns out the two in, in the pink is not a, a racehorse. It is. String. It's a string. Have what? you heard of it before? No, I've heard of one in the stink, but I've never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of the other one. So marijuana is green, but, and I just found this out yesterday, under a microphone, a microscope, rather, if you look at it real up close, some of the crystals on a marijuana take on a pinkish <laughs> On color. a marijuana. On a marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some strains have pinkish crystals if you look at them under a high-powered microscope. So if you hear pink, that's a pretty good sign that it could be some kind of uh, marijuana strain. But Joel absolutely got it right and wins the tickets to whichever you choose, one of the movies at the Plaza Film Festival or the Tacos Imas Festival. You just uh, tell Joanne and let her know, okay? All right. All right. Thanks, Joel. Good one. All right. You too. Uh, real quick, let's just hit a couple more. Odor in the court, horse or marijuana strain? Horse. Uh, odor in the court is a horse. I would have thought, you know, because the, the smellier, the better it right. is. Right. No, I'm but, thinking opposites. Yeah, oh, so you're just going with your opposite of your first impulse? Yeah. Uh, super boof. Super strain. boof. That's definitely a strain. I've boofed it. It is a strain. And it was the second place winner in the category of sativa flower in the 2022 SoCal Cannabis Cup. One more. 
marijuana strain or horse? R. <laughs> Both. R. Do you think it's a marijuana strain or is it a horse? I'm going to go with horse. It could be both. Sure. I, I think all I, of them could yeah, be Yeah, they could both. be both. But it is a horse. I've just never. <laughs> uh, just like the sound a pirate makes. And R won its very first race. R's in the lead. And R's coming from behind. No, 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 I've got the actual track announcer, legendary Tom Durkin, doing the call when R won its first race. And... I have no idea why I can't hear the audio here. We really should be hearing the audio. Dave Field turns for home. Matt Swish on the outside runs in third. Then down toward the inside, it's Feline fell in fourth. In the middle of the track is... <laughs> Coming down to the final 16th, it is Stan Pat in front. Arg! Oh my Arg! Arg in front, coming down to the wire. They're coming to the finish, and it's all... <laughs> so that was worth it just to hear Tom that Durkin was uh, call the win for R. Let's take a break. We've got news headlines coming up right after this. The Buzz Adams Morning Show on KLAQ. That makes my ears tingle. Right now at Wendy's, start your morning with the two for three dollars mix and match deal in the Wendy's app. Mix and match two great breakfast items with the choice of the sausage or bacon egg and cheese biscuit or the sausage or bacon egg and Swiss croissant for just three bucks. But only when you order in the Wendy's app. We're talking fresh cracked eggs, savory sausage, flaky croissants, and hot and buttery biscuits straight out of the oven for just three bucks. The perfect combination is any combination. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Wendy's app account registration required. Not valid with any other coupon. Good the globe in search of news. All right, it's just past the top of the hour and time for news headlines. Here is Megan McCormick with today's news. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. Shots rattle air travelers in Dallas. Yesterday, tense moments at the Love Field Airport in Dallas after a woman started shooting a gun into the ceiling near the ticket counters. Dallas police have since identified the shooter as Poria Odufua. When the shooting broke out, all inbound flights were held at their departure points until 2.30 p.m. The airport also suspended airport operations during the investigation, but flight operations resumed around 3.45 p.m. yesterday. Odufua ended up being shot in the legs by a responding police officer and has since been hospitalized. No other injuries were reported. As for her motive... Officials haven't released anything, but witnesses report that she said something about her husband cheating. Let's hear what Police Chief Eddie Garcia described about the scene yesterday. We don't know where exactly the individual was aiming. The most that we're seeing now, she was aiming uh, at the ceiling. Put uh, some sort of hoodie on or some other different type of clothing that she had when she walked in. She produces a handgun and begins firing. 
Donald Trump returns to Washington, D.C. today for a speech. Former President Donald Trump is returning to Washington, D.C. as he delivers the closing address at the America First Agenda Summit. A spokesperson for the former president says he plans to highlight what he sees as Democrat policy failures while laying out an American first vision for public safety. Other topics he's expected to cover include lowering energy and gas prices, securing the border, combating inflation, and giving parents more control over their children's education. So there's there's a big debate. Is this a campaign stop? I mean, is Donald Trump running for president in 2024? Also, if he does run for president, could that be covered for some that would prevent an indictment? There was an interesting story out of Georgia. So one of the fake electors that's at the center of that trial in Georgia was a state representative named Burt Jones. Mm hmm. Well, he was going to be called in this trial, but they found out that the DA, Fonnie, uh, I believe Fonnie Williams, uh, had campaigned for his opponent in the political race that he's running for. And since he's right now, he is a candidate for that race. The judge ruled that it was too much of a conflict of interest. So there are a lot of people who are saying, look, Trump might run a run for president. That might have been on his mind the whole time. Right. But there's also a chance he might do it. Because he thinks that will shield him from an indictment for January 6th and for trying to overthrow the election. Well, because famously there's a precedent that the Justice Department can't or doesn't indict sitting presidents. Well, he wouldn't be a sitting president, well, but he that's would be the a reason. candidate. Oh, even as a candidate? Yes. Oh. So this, this guy in Georgia, this Burt Jones, uh, is not going to be under uh, question in the... Georgia proceedings because he's currently running for office and the DA Fani uh, had supported his had a fundraiser for his opponent so the judge hmm. had decided that's too much of a conflict and they're not going to allow it so huh that's interesting interesting but I I think he's probably definitely running for president so when he makes makes it official you know what you know what they say though that like uh, sometimes uh, 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 like for example the El Paso shooter they say oh he, well, he's not going to be able to get a fair trial because it, it might be in El Paso well everybody's heard about it so there's no way that it could be uh, th what I'm saying is that there's there's no way they would say oh he's not going to get a fair trial well because everybody's heard of it my point would be that Donald Trump could he really get away with not uh, being indicted for something or any criminal he criminalities he could well just because everybody's aware of these things. I mean, he's getting legal advice from Rudy Giuliani and uh, Sidney, what's her name? What I'm saying is a judge, Powell. a judge couldn't say, oh, this is a conflict of interest necessarily if everybody either has done fundraising for a political opponent well, or not. Or it's the reason that in a lot of places, uh, the district attorney doesn't run as a partisan. So they right. don't take a part. But George is different. They definitely take part in partisan prod, uh, partisan uh, Usually the, the district policy. attorney doesn't have an R or D next to their name, right? In the in Georgia, they, they, do, they definitely do, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, a Game of Thrones cruise is setting sail next month. Uh, the cruise is in honor of the first prequel series to debut since the show ended just a few years ago. Cruise liner Sail Croatia will take fans on a seven-day voyage along the Dalmatian coast of Croatia, where many of the show's iconic scenes were filmed. 
such as Westeros and King's Landing. The cruise will take place August 20th through the 27th, and details can be found on Sail Croatia's website. House of Dragon debuts on HBO on August 21st. What do you want to bet? It's just a bunch of, like, nerds LARPing the whole time. Like no sexiness at all. No, they're just dressed in like just cosplay, a bunch of, like, and, like you would see at a at a con, yeah, right? Carrying their swords around the cruise. I don't know. Maybe do they, they do they let you get out and look at some of the shooting locations? No, I they, wonder. They if, would sunburn, <laughs> right? They're not used because to the sun. they're nerds. <laughs> all right, <got> it. <laughs> And finally, Brittany Griner sends message to wife in court today. She spoke with a media member on Tuesday for the first time since she was arrested back in February in Russia, saying she had no complaints about her detention and adding that she wanted to wish her wife good luck on the bar exam. Griner, who is back in court today for yet another hearing in her drug case, spoke with an ABC News producer from behind bars. I think I got that audio. In a by Moscow the way. courtroom. Yeah, let's, uh, let's listen Sherelle, to it. Our producer inside that courtroom talking to Brittany through the cell bars. Do you want to say something to Cheryl? Good luck on the bar exam. How do you feel? Do you have any complaints? No, no complaints. Wait patiently. Greiner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, was visiting Russia to play basketball in the off-season when she was detained in mid-February at a Moscow airport after vape canisters containing cannabis oil were found in her luggage. Hmm. During the hearing, according to Routers, Griner's legal team argued that the WNBA star had to use the medical cam- cannabis to help deal with her injuries and was not using the drug recreationally. As we, uh, Griner had pled guilty to charges that she brought hashish oil in her luggage back to a Moscow airport in February. Though she said she had no intention of breaking the law, she's facing up to 10 years in prison. She's due back for another hearing uh, later this week. This was the first time that we heard her speak since yeah, February. Uh, I hadn't heard her voice before. No, this is the. That's pretty. That was the first that's pretty time. deep. Well, she's like six foot ten. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's got to stretch. The she can dunk uh, easily. Yeah. So Buzz says he can dunk. <laughs> no, no, I used to be able to dunk. <laughs> I can't. No, no, I couldn't dunk off a trampoline. Now I don't think. But I, there Why was a, men can't jump. There was a time that I could dunk. Uh, I got a story or two here for you, but. I can save these. Why don't we do the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events? Because there is a big rock star birthday, which we'll get to. One of the most famous rock stars in the world is almost 80. Uh, Today, July 26th, is Americans with Disabilities Day. Today is Aunts and Uncles Day. It is also... Federal Bureau of Investigation, Dave. So for all you feds out there. <laughs> Do you say aunt or aunt? Aunt. 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 You say aunt? Yeah. You say aunt? You yeah, grew up aunt. in El Paso. What the hell? Because I had a teacher that would say that. It's, like, it's not aunt. It's not aunt. Those are insects. Aunt. It's their aunt. Aunt. I mean, I definitely aunt. have heard aunt before. And uncle. Birthdays today include rocker Taylor Momsen from The Pretty Reckless. She was also the little girl who played Cindy Lou Who in uh, Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but now she's a huge rock star. She was in Gossip Girl. She was in Gossip Girl as well. Taylor Momsen, 29 today. 29. Kate Beckinsale from the Underworld film uh, franchise. And a former Pete Davidson boo. Yes, one of the first. Really? Yeah, one of his first big. Women, he bet. gets one of the first ones where you were like, 
Really? Wow. Him? Kate Beckinsale is 49. <laughs> when we went to go see the Jordan Peele movie, Pete Davidson was in a trailer for what looked like could have been a horror movie. Yeah, Bodies, and Bodies, I, Bodies. And I think I whispered to Joanna, tell me how this makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, you, He's you great. were so confused. He's amazing. Uh, Chris Harrison, the former Bachelor host, is 51 today. And actor Jason Statham, who plays Deckard Shaw in the Fast and Furious movies and was in a bunch of uh, Guy Ritchie's movies. Also, he likes to transport stuff. He is a transporter in the Transporter series. Uh, Jason Statham is 55 today. That's a guy that makes bald look good. He does make yeah. bald look good. Like, if you thought that your head, without any hair, would look like Jason Statham's, you'd do it in a, in a heartbeat, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But your head is probably going to look a lot more like Sinestro from Green Lantern. Because it's a big brain. Yeah, right. Yeah. You got that big brain in there. <laughs> Jeremy Piven is 57. <laughs> uh, he played the agent on Entourage. Ari Gold. Sandra Bullock, Academy Award winner, is 58. Also dated a youngster. Went out with... Pete uh, Davidson? No, no, he no, no, dated, no, no, no. She uh, did the, the singer. Uh, oh, oh, crud. The notebook guy. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Sandra Bullock did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did a movie together, and then yep. they started dating. And then they did each other. Yeah. Well, Sandra Bullock is 58 today. Uh, girl. Gary yeah. Sharon, who for a brief minute was the lead singer of Van Halen. He was in between Sammy Hagar and... Sammy Hagar coming back, I guess, but Gary Sharon. He's <laughs> <laughs> in between Sammy and Sammy. Uh, he was the lead singer there for a while. He's 61 today. Well, uh, this is problematic. Kevin Spacey is 63. Wah. Do we continue to mention Kevin Spacey on our celebrity birthdays? Yay. Uh, yeah, he was in some great movies. Uh, the Usual Suspects. Pay. Uh, uh, what was the one? Pay it forward, or yeah, pay it forward. Pay it, was that what it was called? With uh, Haley Joel Osment and yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a good movie. Ellen Hunt. Oh, what was and the American American Beauty? American Beauty. American, yeah, American Beauty. Beauty. Uh, Kevin Spacey, sixty three today. Uh, former Olympic star Dorothy Hamill is sixty six. She won gold in figure skating in the seventy six Olympics. Oh, the same year that her brother Mark Hamill's movie came out. No, uh, no. Star Wars. <laughs> You're not right. They're not related. And that movie came out in seventy seven. Oh, not seventy six. Right. Queen's drummer Roger Taylor is seventy three. He wrote some of the songs, not many, but a few notable ones. Radio Gaga, which is the song that Lady Gaga got her name from, was written by Roger Taylor. And he's seventy three. Helen Mirren is 77. Hell yeah. And uh, from the National <laughs> Treasure movies and Red and, you know, legendary. The Queen. It's Helen Mirren. Was Helen Mirren the Queen? She was yeah. the Queen. She okay. was the Queen. She's a dame, right? Dame Helen Mirren. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She sure is. <laughs> That's what I call a dame. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, she's 77. And Mick Jagger is 79. 
I've never heard him refer to this, but I thought it was kind of funny. The lips that launched a thousand hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Including all the classic Stone songs, Can't Get No Satisfaction, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Brown Sugar. That, that's my favorite. That Dancing in the Streets that he did with David Bowie, that was a big hit apart from the Stones. But uh, happy 79th Woo! birthday to one of the biggest personalities in the history of rock, Mick Jagger. Happy 79th. Have they served him yet? Is he a knight? Sir Mick Jagger? He might he be. should be, right? He might, he might be. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man who struts his hips. I've been around since 43, scaring people with my lips. <laughs> Did the drugs, lived the rock star life It's a miracle I wasn't hurt A hundred million sleepless nights And now I'm old as dirt Pleased to meet you Won't you guess my age (laughs) I was puzzling you with the No, no, honey, the candles are over here. I think he's confused. No, wait, Mick, your face is in the cake. Can somebody help Mick get his face out of the cake? Here, let me just help. Oh my gosh, you dropped Mick Jagger. I think his hip is broken. And his arm, and leg, and all of his tender, delicate bones. Mick, are you okay? I can't understand you. Let, let's get you to a hospital. Happy birthday, Mick. Okay, now that I understood. They sure do. Make me laugh. <laughs> Got some rain overnight and uh, sprinkled a little bit uh, in the pre-dawn hours. Well, out the exclusive west side weather window, it looks like uh, the rain has cleared up, but there's still a 15% chance of rain in the afternoon and evening. In fact... Every day this week looks like there's somewhere around a 15 or 20% chance of rain. Highs in the mid-90s. So technically it's cooler, but it's also going to feel more humid. So maybe almost like a push. I got some uh, neckline calls that have come in since the last time we checked the neckline calls. And you know Bunny, right? Yeah. Bunny is Bunny. Biani. Yeah. And her and Joe moved from El Paso to Woodward, Oklahoma, and she's trying to adapt to small town Oki uh-huh. life. And do you remember she calls in with a contest for us? For the Oki word of the day? Yeah, it oh, sounds nice. like Biani has an Oki word of the day. I actually for us. I feel real bad. Uh Biani and Joe were in town this weekend. Oh, this they weekend? Were? They were and uh, I keep missing them. I know. I mean When I, I was in Oklahoma, I think they were also going to be near where I was, and we just missed. Biani called me the day that I had left Jack in the car, and (laughs) Jack and I were so exhausted from our experience that we were napping the rest of the day. (laughs) Pet abuse really takes it out of her. (laughs) Takes it out of the dog. You ready for Okie Word of the Day? Woo! 
It's your Okie Dictionary. It's an A to Z with these crazy Okies. It's your Okie Dictionary. Good morning. Okay, so today's Okie word is billfold. 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 Uh, should we stop here? Yeah. What's well, what I call a wallet? Wallet, right. Your billfold. Is that is that an unusual thing? What? <clears throat> That's what you call your wallet? A billfold. A billfold. That's what my dad calls it. Yeah, it's an old man billfold, thing. Billfold, yeah. Have you uh, never no. heard that before, Joanne? No, white Norm- people. Normally a bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a white person thing, Joanne, because it, it doesn't hold like a lot. A billfold just kind of holds cash and maybe a card, but really not a lot. I don't know. My dad's is pretty thick. I just use it He's interchangeably. Got it every as phone wait, no, no. You guys, said you're, you're you're talking about a full on wallet. Like I don't, yeah. I don't refer to a, wa- a full wallet. on wallet as a billfold. It's, no. Uh, to me, a billfold and a wallet are interchangeable. Yeah, no. same. It's interesting. Same. It's a type of wallet, I thought, but no. Huh. So, Buzz, do you know what billfold means? I'm going to go with it's a wallet. And to the other three, what does billfold mean? Okay. Wallet. Definitely wallet. Oh. So, according to my neighbors here in Oklahoma, billfold is another word for wallet. Yes! So, if I ask them, would you like an envelope for your cash? They'll say, no, that's all right. I'll just put in my billfold. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. I Bye. just put it in my bill files. Yeah. That one aligns with the Midwest, I think. I think it does. All right. Maybe it's mid. Maybe it's just a Midwest. Billfold. My dad. My dad. Right. Oh, I got my billfold. Jo- oh, you're a Midwest girl. That's right. Yeah. Joanna, what huh. is an icebox? I mean, you could probably figure it out, but what is an icebox? A refrigerator. Yeah, a refrigerator. Yes. yes. Uh. All right, here's a crazy one, and this just might have been my mom. Oh, they're okay words. Go on. Uh, it's part of a car called the turtle hole. The trunk? Yeah. My mom called the trunk the turtle hole. How cute! <laughs> I don't know where it came from. That's adorable. I'm trying to think of any other... Turtle hole. Taters? <laughs> uh, hash browns. No, Potatoes. Potatoes. No, just any kind of potatoes. Oh. Mash. You could have mashed taters. Mashed taters. Baked taters. <laughs> okay, Bubba. <laughs> uh, so, Nico, do you just want to clarify for people from the greater Midland, Odessa <laughs> metropolitan region who are under the impression that you have been intentionally bagging on their city, claiming that they don't have WalMarts or uh, regional hospitals? And or airports. Yes. To clarify, no, I have nothing against Midland Odessa. When you were saying that thing about the Walmart, <laughs> I am ignorant. You thought you were thinking of Van Horn. I was thinking of Van Horn. Van Horn is a very tiny town, and yeah, I just got them mixed up. But no, okay. I hold no ill There's will. No personal grudge you have against Midland. Against Odessa. Midland, no, no Odessa, yes. <laughs> Midland, no. I'm good with Midland. Yeah, this is this calls for Nico, man. What, what's up? I live in Odessa, and it seems like you guys are, or you are always trashing on us, man. We love you guys out here. Also, Nico, for real, are you, I think your problem is that you're. <laughs> okay, guys, this what? call came in yesterday, and I 
and I kept waiting for a follow-up. That's how it ends. You're That's how it ends? Yeah. It just ends, and there's no cliffhanger. And there's no callback. Because it sounded like... <laughs> You're let's, sh- let's try to finish it. Let's try to finish the sentence. All right. We love you guys out here. Uh-huh. Also, Nico, for real, are you... I think your problem is that you're... Schmuck? Schmuck. Schmo. A schmo. Schmool. Schlemiel. Schlemazel. Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. We're going to do, do it. it. Give us any room to make it. <laughs> yeah, I, now I really want to know what, what was the guy going to... You're a sh- sham. A sham? shrink. Shossum. A shamolian. A shari excuse for a man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joanna with the vicious burns. We love you guys out here. Also, Nico, for real, are you, I think your problem is that you're. See, he was going to tell me what my problem was. I want to know. Well, we know it begins with the shh sound. My problem is I'm a shh. This is like Wordle. (laughs) I'm going to be a schmuck. Schmuck. Late? <laughs> uh, the British Sun tabloid has a list of things that are thought of as bad habits that actually have potential benefits. Are you only doing this because you probably qualify for many of these bad habits? Yeah, a lot of it's a lot of it touches of on yeah. like hygiene and general messiness and things like that. I haven't, haven't even seen this before, Joanna. Okay. I didn't even know we were going to talk course, about this. Right. Just knew why he was but doing it. I was like, oh, good, something that makes me look good. Um, keep in mind, whatever science uh, it's supposed to be based on, a lot of these things are not socially acceptable. So right. the first one they got is chewing with their mouth full. <clears throat> do oh I do that? God. A little bit. Yeah. I how how do you, you chew? That, hold on. Chewing with your mouth Oh, I think they mean chewing. Talking with, with your mouth full, right? I think they how mean. You, well, how do you not chew, chew with your mouth full, right? I think what they probably mean is chewing, with chewing your mouth open. but opening your mouth while oh, you're chewing. I, I just yeah. assume, like, right. Chewing with your mouth full seems like a right. normal Chewing with well, well, right? I think it should be, be chewing, chewing yeah. with your mouth chewing open. Chewing with your mouth empty? That sounds like a problem. And, and then the thing <laughs> where, they, where they say, well, it, it could actually have a benefit. They say the food, you taste more of it because the aromas are easier right. to smell if you open your mouth. Buzz at the movies. <laughs> yeah, I Trying feel like... eat my wings over here. I feel like I would be a lot better about that if I cared. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Really and don't. I've learned to accept it. Right. Yeah. And we've this learned to accept you. you. Yeah. Biting your nails is considered a bad habit, but there's a potential health benefit. Oh. According to the sun, biting your nails could boost your immune system by introducing it to bacteria. Right. So by sucking up all the bacteria under your nails, you're helping yourself? I'm telling you, that's the reason that it doesn't bother me if something falls on the floor. Yeah, it's a challenge to the immune system. <laughs> Just going to say that, Buzz. Oh, my gosh. Look, you don't get a strong immune system by protecting it. And no, keeping you, it get through, it by, you get it by challenging yes. it. You get it by eating yes. cake from the trash with or coffee grounds. Pork been, chops, you know what? It's been cup years holder. since I've eaten any trash can cake. No, it's not. You know, when my kids eat bugs, <laughs> that's what we say. Getting boosting that immune system. Megan, do not that fly. do not enable this behavior whatsoever. I know. Right? This is we, um, we are trying to actively Megan, change we're him. We're going to have a talk after the yeah. show. <laughs> do you want to hear okay, some more sorry, of these? Guys. Yes, sorry, guys. I do. 
chewing gum. I mean, some people consider chewing gum uh, a, bad a bad habit, even if you're not smacking or whatever. Smacking yeah. has, has a guest ever come in here with gum? Yes, they're usually porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. Uh, according to some experts, chewing gum can sharpen your focus and memory. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Slouching. If you're a sloucher, there could be an upside to this. Oh, no, I'm a sloucher. Mm-hmm. Are you a sloucher? I am. I got that text, neck. Oh, my neck. Slouching can actually be good for the joints and limit back stiffness after a period of hard physical work. So if you're feeling tired, slouching might be a good thing to do. Being late. Woo! <laughs> Just waiting for that one, huh, Nico? Yep. <laughs> It says here, being late makes you happy and less stressed. I'd agree with that. I disagree, because when people are, are you late... really they, that happy and less stressed? Whenever I no, see somebody I'm running through an airport, all. they look like they're full of stress. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who's no. running late for something no, doesn't you're look right, like they're stress-free. You're only less stressed if you don't care about being on time. But if you want to be somewhere on time, it would cause you stress. Nika doesn't care. Peeing in the shower. <laughs> if you pee in the shower, it could clean your feet and prevent fungal issues. I want sources for this information. Well, You've like, never heard wasn't the old... was a while back they yeah. said, like, don't pee in the shower? And I was like, don't tell me not to pee in the shower. I'll pee in the shower if I want. Also, you, flushing really? the toilet is wastes the most water exactly. of your entire household. So you save a toilet flush, too. Save on that water bill. It's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow. It's yellow. Let it mellow. Mm, yeah. Let it mellow. Uh, um, no. Gross. Second of all... Uh, <laughs> No, peeing in the shower, how, how, how does it prevent fungal issues? Yeah, how does that happen? I, I guess it's an old... On the floor? An old folk wives' tale that if you pee on your feet in the sh- shower, it can prevent you from getting athlete's foot. I've heard that before. <laughs> or it can give you pee foot. It could give Freddy you pee Soto foot. Freddie Soto had a whole joke on that. Or he was like, Dad, I have athlete's foot. And he's like, you need to pee on your feet. Irregardless. And then he's all like... Mom, Dad wants me to pee on my feet. And she's like, oh, you have athlete's foot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a break. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, entertainment news with Joanna Barba and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's coming up right after this. Hey, everybody, it's Buzz and the KLAQ. It's a great party. 95.5 KLAQ El Paso. The best week of the year. It is Shark Week. Shark Week. Are those sharks with laser beams attached to their heads? Cool. Sharks are very scary. Angry sharks turn you on. You got bears to the left, bears to the right, and you're the only girl in town. We're in the middle of Shark Week, and tonight on Discovery, the gemstone in the Shark Week crown is Jaws versus Kraken. Who will win? What's a Kraken, Buzz? Well, it's a mythological character that was mentioned in in Greek mythology, but everybody assumes it was based on some really large squid that might have been spotted. Or by sailors. Could it be an octopus too? Or or mostly people think of it as a giant squid or something. To be honest, I think if a squid and an octopus is the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean They are absolutely not. Okay. Well, Ancient legends of krakens are usually associated with 
probably giant squids. Mm. You get into Shark Week. It, I, I can find sharks fascinating, but not for a whole week's worth of programming. I mean, one hour's worth of Discovery specials. I'm done. Yeah, I'm with you. They got the rock as the master of ceremonies this time around. Rock versus shark. Who the will problem win? with it is you start watching one and you think, oh, I'm just going to watch this one. But you never know when it starts <laughs> or ends a new one. That's a good point. Like the and whole the whole week, they're, they're just keeping yeah. you there. Shark Week did a lot of damage to their credibility when they were promoting <laughs> a few years ago that Michael Phelps was going to race against a great mm-hmm. white shark. So, and we were led astray. Yeah, that never happened. Because I'm thinking Michael Phelps right next to a shark, shark. in a lane. Yeah, right. yeah. Going for gold. He, Michael Phelps at no point was ever in a body of water with a shark nearby. That absolutely didn't happen. It looks like the more the that Lake Mead continues to um, go down, go down, right? The water level in Lake Mead go down. They're finding more human remains. A third set of human remains has been found at Lake Mead amid this unprecedented drought. What do you think? There's any criminal out there that's like, got to start finding a new spot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've got three three sets of remains. I wonder if they're going to be able to connect that to any, like, mob violence, any casino-style mob (laughs) violence. Well, it's pretty close to Vegas, right? It's not too far from Vegas. It's got to be pretty close because I see the tours for it, and I've never done it. Like, when I've gone to Vegas, I've never gone to Vegas and said, you know what I want to do? Drive an hour to to go see the Hoover Dam. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a huge draw, though, and people do go to see it. Yes. Go see it now. It's going away. How do you this think? Is the time. How do you think most people would answer this question? If you met a celebrity and you could choose, would you rather have an autograph or a picture with them? No, picture for sure. What do people ask you, Buzz? Picture. Picture. Yeah, for sure. At which I'm thrilled, <laughs> absolutely overjoyed. <laughs> Anytime people ask for a for a photo, I'd rather have a hug. From like uh, a photo of a hug, so you'll remember. From like William Shatner, I could say, "Oh, I got a hug well, from the, William Shatner." You know, the good thing about taking a picture is you kind of get right. a hug. Yeah, yeah that kind cool. of like that armor. Yeah. I mean, I've never a side hug. I've never done the, that shot. You know, whether it's a rock band or a, mm-hmm. you know an artist or whatever or an actor, and anybody said, "Ho ho ho!" I don't do hug. It's like that's the one time when you can kind of put your arm around a celebrity and you take the picture. I agree. I guess. Autographs used to be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Did how did a- it ever impress anybody? Look at this. I got Teddy Roosevelt's autograph. Yeah, that'd be how awesome. How do I know that's that Teddy Roosevelt? That was awesome Rose- back in the day. Yeah, but how do I know? How do you... You can verify, yeah, can't you? Vi- verify signatures. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the autograph memorabilia, like sports memorabilia, mm-hmm. has been notorious about the fakes and the frauds and stuff. Yeah. Did you ever have an autograph book? It wasn't no, that big deal for kids no, back in I get no. that. when I went to when, Disney. Hell yeah! yeah. Right? <laughs> so I got Minnie and Goofy yeah. and Mickey. Yep. Yeah. Just missing Pluto and one of the mice from Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new poll asked if you saw a celebrity, which would you prefer? And a photo was the big winner. 
Uh, 49% say they would want the photo. Only 7% said that they would prefer an autograph. They included as an option neither. Like somebody's like, I don't want a picture or an autograph from a celebrity. They're too cool. Yeah, you're too cool. Too cool. Uh, This is not surprising. It's not surprising also that young people are way more likely to want a picture than an autograph. For people ages 18, 24, a picture with a celebrity beats an autograph 64 to 1%. And in the age category 25 to 49, 61% favor the photo, 7% say they want the autograph. Well, we could just look at any comic con and see what are the prices. Are they charging for autographs at those booths or are they charging for their picture? It's usually for well, they're charging for their picture, but they also, you can buy like a glossy. So it's a photo that you're not in yeah. that the celebrity signs for you. So it can do both. Didn't you tell me when you took your daughter to a Comic Con, did you guys get pictures? Yeah. And like. You had to, I mean, what we did was you sign up for that way. You pay in advance, you sign up. They have a line. They really have it down to a science. Like an assembly line. You're going to say hi, take the picture real quick. Move on. Move on. My daughter, I'd never seen her. She was beside herself with joy. (gasps) Aw. Who Who did she go see? Who do you think? We met okay. several different celebrities, but there was one that she was really, really just uh, enraptured. She really into Supernatural? Maybe it was one of the Supernatural guys? No, it was Zachary Levi because she... Oh, from Shazam. From Shazam. Yeah. And the kid who played the Billy Batson version. She likes him? I, she she was a big fan of that movie, but she was just really, really starstruck. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And you know, when they do those type of pictures, the celebrities are really, some of them are really good at like taking the time to be like, hi, and they'll hug you well, I or think they'll pose with you the way that you want. I think they're also cognizant that this is, we got to keep it moving. Yeah. You know, this is an assembly well, line, but they them, were great. Some they of them great. don't touch you too. Do you see the pictures and like, you got to stay at Justin Bieber's arm will be like this. Sexual harassment. Between the body and the, and the arm. Wait. He doesn't put his arm around you. Well, I've you. seen some, you know, and they take pictures yeah, of the fans, I mean, like, some of them. Keanu Reeves won't put, touch anybody when yeah, he comes so takes like a picture this. with them. Uh, Joanna, what's what's the name of the guy from Stranger Things that became super popular this, this season? Uh, the guy who plays Eddie Munson? Yes. Joseph Quinn. Joseph Quinn, I think, was just at a Comic-Con. Yeah, he was. Where the organizers, supposed, uh, maybe it was New York one, where the organizers were supposedly heard yelling at him for spending too much time yeah. with each person. And like at towards the end of it, they were doing like a Q and A with him, and one of them was just like, "We just want to say we're really thankful that you did take the time. We know that you were getting kind of yelled at in the back." He started crying. And he started crying. <gasps> Wait, because the organizers the were organizers telling him to hurt. He wasn't crying yeah. for that. He he was crying because, because later on, a fan was like, "You know what? We just appreciate the fact yeah. that you did spend time." He was crying because they appreciated. Well, him. this is all pretty new to him. He wasn't super famous right. before this, right? right? So yeah. so he was trying to just take his time with everybody, like show his affection now, for his fans. And the organizers were like, too much time, pictures, more pictures, faster. Right. Because they want to get. Now, there are others that are kind of posted up, and you just go up to their table and you can have a night. I had a nice 25 minute long conversation with William Catt, who starred in The Greatest American Hero back in the 70s. Oh, nice. (laughs) You know, it just depends on how in demand they are. I got to chat up Lou Ferrigno when he was here in El Paso, Comic Con. There there wasn't like a big line around him. Mm hmm. 
I don't know if that says anything. There wasn't a big line at the Comic Con, or are you talking about when he was here at the studio because he came into the studio? Oh, that's when I must have talked to him. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) never mind. No, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno would be pretty popular at a Comic Con. It was here when he was in the studio. The best place where there are no lines are in studio. (laughs) Right, if you can get an in studio deal going on. Um. So Elon Musk is denying that he had an affair with Sergey Brin's wife. Sergey Brin, along uh, with Larry Page, founded Google. And he's, this, this is being reported this week that he and his wife are divorcing because she had an affair with Elon Musk back in December. Bad boy Musk. And they even went into, you know, sources say that Elon Musk has tried to apologize and that he's really sorry. Elon Musk says it never happened. And in fact, Elon Musk went a step further and said, I don't have time for that kind of stuff. Well, he's got eight kids, so he's apparently got time for some stuff, right? Not enough to raise them. Current kids, too. I mean, he just had a baby, I think, a couple months ago, right? Well, he had one with Grimes a few months ago. But then he's had another, another with one another, since, right? Yes. He's had two kids, I think, in the past calendar year. Right. Now his dad is selling his sperm. Oh, yeah. Oh, his dad had a baby with his stepdaughter. With his stepdaughter. It's like Woody Allen. And not even like a stepdaughter that you met when she was already an adult. She was four. Four. <sighs> I guess there's nothing <laughs> illegal about that, but there's... A cute di- gross factor. Yeah, there are a bunch of red flags Dick. going up. Ugh. <sighs> Uh, Nick Cannon just added baby number five, two, uh, and he number eight. Eight. Uh, eight, yeah, baby number eight for Nick Cannon. And uh, Nick Cannon was talking in an interview, saying that he's never been in a relationship where he's promised to be monogamous. Right, I think I, he I forgot said what the term he ethical used: ethical non-monogamy. Ethical non-monogamy, which, which is, is you tell Mariah Carey, I guess. Hey. We'll be married, but I'm still going to have action on the side. I'm sure that's why I worked out. Yeah. <laughs> with it's, Mariah. It's I'm actually sure she a, was cool with that. It's actually a synonym for polyamory. Yeah, but polyamory is when you, you're in agreement with your partner. So an ethical, yeah. Well, supposedly, that's what he's saying. Ethical non-monogamy okay, is where okay. he, he lets people... He, did, he let them know ahead of time, right. I'm going to have... And that's fine if the, if the it's poly, girl it's is fine. Polyamory. It's polyamory. Whatever, yeah. If you can make that work... And both parties Why not? Are, are not, you know, it's not like one party's in the dark. Or doesn't you mean know what eight they, parties? Well, however many. <laughs> well, in Dubai, you can have multiple wives, but every wife has to live the same style of, of living. Like, the, they have to have just <laughs> You can't have, money. like, a poor wife and, yeah. like, a rich no, wife? No, no. It's the law. It's one of the laws. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would make sense. So you Treat can have a couple wives, but you have to financially support them the same. I say we do that here. And if you don't, then they go to another man. What's multiple husbands for one wife called? Polyandry? Polyandry, that's right. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polyandry, I believe it's called. See Not that? practiced uh, historically nearly anywhere as close no. as polygyny. And polygyny is specifically men with multiple wives. Whoa, whoa, what'd you call me? Polygynist. Okay. So a polygamist is anybody who has multiple spouses, specifically if you're talking about what's most common. Yeah. Uh, men having multiple wives is polygyny. So Mormons would practice polygyny. Yeah. That. Well, they don't. They can. They're not supposed to. You got to be like some kind of offshoot of the mainstream Mormon church. 
In Mexico, Mormons practice polygyny. Do they? I don't know. I know there's Mennonites there. I, don't, they I the mean, same? they do in the U.S. Don't get me wrong. Watch yeah. that. Uh, what, Joanna, what was that crazy? Sister wives. The, well, oh, there's sister the, wives, but the, the documentary about Warren Jeffs. Pray keeps, and obey. Oh, oh my! No, it's uh oh. What is it? Keep e- sweet. Keep sweet and obey. Oh my gosh, I watched. Pray it. and obey. Did you watch it? Keep sweet. I watched it. I watched it. I binged it. Interesting. Again, it because interesting. you don't know when the ne- when one ends and the other one starts. Well, his dad had all the wives, right? His dad was in charge first, and then right. when he and came then, along, he wanted the four year old wives, and I, that was the that was a big problem. I just learned it from my daddy. Wait, he wanted four year old wives. Well, he wanted. I mean, the young, the youngins, the young girls. Yeah. But four? He was marrying them up to four. Um, I think twelve. <laughs> okay, but he yeah. was like teaching them. Adult things in the room. Remember the room, the white room in the top of the church they built in Texas. What? What is this? What does a white room refer to? It was just the room where he would take the you know young young children up there. Uh Thank God that guy's in prison. Yeah, I guess forever. There was a show called. (laughs) Yeah, he was caught after he went to Disney. He was in a Disneyland shirt when he went to jail. They busted he him went, at Disneyland. He, yeah, he took all his money and grabbed a couple of his buddies and went to Disney and went to like on this vacation. I didn't watch the whole arrested. doc all the way through. Is it one? <laughs> is it one? It's is five it, parts, I think. Oh, three, it's five three parts. or five. Yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah, I didn't watch all of it because I remember when it was happening. <laughs> like I can remember where it was around here. Was I mean not too far? Not too far. Yeah, I remember too. And I think we we must have been seniors or juniors in high school when he got arrested because it was two thousand six, I think, two thousand seven. <laughs> Anyway, Elon Musk has got plenty of money to pay child support, so I guess anybody who gets, uh, you know, not knocked up by Elon Musk is... But Grimes you know, said she was sleeping on a mattress without a bed frame. Oh, right, and she was eating just and peanut eat, butter. Uh, and just spaghetti. Wait, Did you that, see that video where she said, I was eating only spaghetti? Wait, Grimes is saying that she was only eating? Or yeah. yes. I think he, they were both saying, we, we basically couch surf. Right. We don't yeah. live in our yeah. own house. We just kind of crash at other people's like, houses. Grimes isn't saying that he doesn't support us. No, she. I thought she, she said that he, he doesn't sh- spend money like that. Well, no, on- the, she was saying that he kind of lives this oh, okay. efficient style of life where he's kind of couch surfing, doesn't have a home. He's pr- they're, they're moving from, you know, one rich person's place to another. He really seems like a guy who could have been in uh, Men in Black where it's like an alien is controlling a human body and yeah. making it do stuff. <laughs> you know how they had Michael Jackson in the first one? Yeah. <laughs> I get a feeling that if... If the next Men in Black and they do a screen of all the different aliens that are active on Earth. Elon, what's it like? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, it is Elon Musk. If you're like me, you haven't been intimate in years. Well, that means you need a male enhancement medication that works whenever you decide you're ready to end your drought. End your drought. Yeah. I was so lonely and so out of practice, if you know what I mean. Well, I started taking Muscalis and all of a sudden I was a real Lothario. In fact, I started having an affair with my business partner's wife. Ruined his life and her life. I have no idea why I started doing that. Right. Well, well, that's one of the side effects. Side effects. Yeah. So if you're ready to get it on, ask your billionaire if Muscalis is right for you. Other side <laughs> effects include trying to buy a social media site, having dozens of children, and diarrhea. Muscalis. Available now. Yes. Take a quick break. We'll be right. Uh, several minutes left in our final break of the day before we start wrapping things up. I thought Joanna just said we're going for another hour. Joanna said we're going for another hour. Yeah. If she said that, then I'll take your word for Matt, it without you know, getting that verified. That neckline caller was right. You really are a sh- 
Did anybody come up with any alternative theories about what the guy was saying? Superhero. Sherlock Holmes. Is what one guy on the Yeah, app. this is this calls for Nico, man. But what's up? I live in Odessa and it seems like you guys are or you are always trashing on us, man. We love you guys out here. Oh. Also, Nico, for real. Are you I think your problem is that you're <laughs> That's how the call ends. That's how it ends. I really want to find out what he meant. Or do I really? Did he intend to do that? Like, because, you know, he kind of goes, Shh. Yeah. For real. Are you, I think your problem is that you're. And then the call ends. You're a shh. I was so close to finding out what my problem was. You're a secret. Well, we've been getting a lot of calls He's from people who are listening in Midland, Odessa, and they. Just want to say, it seems like you've been taking some cheap shots at partially Midland, but more Odessa. It feels yeah. Like. No, I got nothing. No, no beef with Midland. Nothing but love for Midland. For, for, but it's know, Odessa. It's Odessa, you guys. Hey, <laughs> did you know that the uh, Midland Odessa area is informally known as the Petroplex? No. Yeah. Petroplex. That's that's okay, interesting, right? Yeah. If you're on that uh, that drive on on twenty. You, it's all oil field stuff. Yeah. Have you ever made that? Yeah, yeah. You've driven that out there before? Yeah. Oil you definitely derricks. see what a huge part the petrochemical industry oh, yeah. is. And I, I think that they uh, also get a bunch of an influx of, of uh, workers for the season, right? Because it's not all year long, or is it? I have friends that, that say in Midland I, I, that the, the hotels can be crazy yeah, expensive. Sometimes, and I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with like seasonal time of year, but just in general, it, right? Sometimes they have workers that are coming in, and I want to point this out: many of them are workers from Mexico. That's absolutely part of the fact. Well, why, why are you disparaging Odessa Midlands? Well, because I think there are probably a lot of people there that would say. You know, we're very much for building the wall or closing the border. There's probably, a, you know, a, a anti-immigrant sentiment the same way there would be in a lot of these other. Anyway, what I'm yeah. saying is part of the lifeblood of the petrochemical industry yep. are, are some of these workers that come in from, from Mexico to do the work. And you can make a lot of money. Yeah. And some, some would argue it's part of the fabric of the success of the United States is right. having that type of situation. Others would argue, you know, come in the correct way and do it right. Like yeah, but there else. there have been times before where I've I've had to plan, okay, I can't stop in Midland. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to stop somewhere else yeah. because you can't find a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you're driving to Tucson, too, it happens, the same thing happens. For real, are you, I think your problem is that you're... <laughs> you're a sh... Can we just say that? I'm a sh... Well, we've got... <laughs> Well, we've got time here. Mm -hmm. I heard something on the news the other day. It's been nagging at me ever since. <sighs> so I must have been listening to uh, CNN or something. I've really turned into just a 24-hour news junkie. Lately. Oh, my God. Get into yeah. Buzz's car. Oh, it's, it's on Fox. Usually. And I'm all, this guy sounds angry. Why are we listening no, that, to him? That was Nico had turned on the, the Patriot. Patriot channel. Oh, yes. That's what we were listening to on the way to the movies, That's Nico. The, the Patriot Channel is the one that makes Fox seem like a bunch of pinkos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, it makes them look like Teletubbies. Uh, on the Patriot Channel, you have Mark Levin has his radio show. Mark Levin. You've got uh, Hannity's is on there, too. But, Joanna, me and Buzz listen to that, and we, we laugh about it. Like, we'll drive around and just listen to... I wasn't laughing. I was like, this guy's angry. Oh, oh yeah. 
That was Larry Wilkow, who was I so believe mad. that his the secret Wilkow is, majority. He does the best Sean Hannity impression that I've ever heard. In <laughs> fact, if you don't see the screen, you the you're like, well, is it Larry Wilkow or is it Sean Hannity? Because I honestly can't tell. Welcome back to the Wilkow majority. Did we have a call? What just came yep, in? Call it. No, left the neckline. Oh, somebody left a neckline call. Anyway, <laughs> I think it was on. CNN, but they were, you know, talking 2024 politics, 2022 politics, and they were talking about Texas. And they were saying, uh, I'll, I'll let you know when I get to the point that, that, I, that I really wanted to ask about. Okay. You know, that the metropolitan areas have become much more blue, much more democratic, and the rural areas have become a much deeper red Republican. And whoever was doing the discussion said... In the last election, the four big, you know, the the big four metro areas in Texas were solidly for Biden. Mm-hmm. But it was the, and here's the part that I want to ask you about. I asked myself, is El Paso in the big four? Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about it. Okay, so Dallas, Dallas. has got to be one. Houston's got to be one. Is San Antonio? San Antonio. Is that has the fourth a, one? It, or is it San Antonio, Austin? Or are they are they connected? Well, they're like an hour away. This is a thing that I've made the case before. I think you could combine those San Antonio areas. and Austin. Yeah, but I think probably what they're counting those as separate. So it'd be Dallas, Houston, Houston San Antonio, Austin. Yeah. El Paso's got to be fifth, right? It's got to be fifth. <laughs> yeah, we would be fifth. Yeah. A Corpus Christi's not bigger than us. Brown, I mean. Amarillo is not bigger than us. Oh, Amar- yeah, no, no. Amarillo doesn't come close. Lubbock doesn't come close. No, it's got to be even Pecos and Alpine and you know those are even. Those- and I'm not saying this is a criticism. Even Midland, Midland Odessa. Odessa. <laughs> 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 nice. But I had heard at one time that I think when I moved to El Paso, and it's been a while, that we were the the fourth largest city, and I think we have been surpassed by Austin just in the past 30 years. That sounds right. That sounds right. In my head. Yeah. <laughs> sounds right in my head. Who, so who, if there's where a, I've been in El Paso for four years. If there's a big four <laughs> of Texas metro areas, we're on the outside looking in, guys. But you're in, in, in like the Dallas one, you're saying, oh, that's also Fort Worth and Abilene. Yeah, I think, no, not Abilene. No, not, uh, Fort Worth. Dallas Fort Worth. Plano. Well, Richardson. I mean, there's so many different little towns. Oh, Plano's but huge. You I can, mean, yeah, Plano is Plano's well, big. Fort Worth is huge. I mean, I know Plano started off as a like as a separate kind of uh town and then it just the sprawl grew out and well, it's ba- just is that part where Baylor Baylor is around there? Baylor's Waco. Yeah. Waco, sorry. Yeah. That's right. But, Waco, not Plano. That's right. Um so yeah, I think El Paso's probably the fifth, but then there's a lot of space between fifth and sixth. Well, it's interesting know? too because you've got Wadas, which right. is I was just about to say you that. know the. S- they don't count that. They also don't count at least in radio when you're yeah they like don't. the in size TV of your either. market. Same with television. They, they don't, don't count. count they don't count Juarez. They don't count Las Cruces, and they don't count people at Fort Bliss. <gasps> really, as far, as, far right. as the population That's for right. your media market. That's why the market size is. So much lower than it should, at least in television. I'm not sure about radio, but I know with television, it's interesting because you have a bigger viewership because you do have the Las Cruces area and you have a ton of people in Wadas, but it's not counted with when you put they the They don't count that together. with the television. Correct, yeah. 
Well, I think it. I think in radio, we were seventy second largest radio market. That's on yeah seventy two, and I think for week. television it was somewhere one one hundred something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, um, it's kind of a bummer because it's less money. You know. <laughs> It's less, you get less money when you, you, ha, you have more viewership, you should be getting more money, you should, you know, uh, it's kind, hey, of, kind since, of a bummer. Yeah, but. I want money. Since, uh, you know, the Republican Party is pretty much behind the steering wheel uh, as far as uh, statewide politics, and yeah, I don't think a, a Democrat has won a statewide office in 25 years. Come on, Ann Richards. When was the last well, time Ann she Richard, came around? Early 90s, oh, so that 90s, would have been 30 yeah. years. Yep. So I I don't think we've elected a senator or a governor in almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and the Republican Party is starting to talk secession. That's the thing that they're throwing around as part one of the planks of their actual uh, platform. Is it time for El Paso to start thinking about what we would do if Texas seceded from the United States? I know this all sounds crazy. And to me, it would have, five years ago, it would have sounded too crazy to even countenance. A little, yeah. Do you remember um, the Republican Party? They had their uh, Texas convention a few weeks ago. And one of the things was, we believe the 2020 election was stolen by Joe Biden. They were setting the platform. They were setting the platform. Uh, We're also going to look in the future uh, the possibility of seceding. From the United States. There was some conversation through the years about should the part of Texas that's in the mountain time zone. So that would be us over to about Van Horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite city. Should we become part of New Mexico? And no was the answer back then, largely. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering if we reexamine that. How would that happen? I mean, is that even a, par- a, okay. oh. a federal? I, I, I don't understand how that would happen. Well, you would use the people who are, you know, come up with all these secessionist right, theories right. that in Texas uh, Constitution, when it was a country, mm-hmm. there, uh, and then when it got statehood the first time, remember, Texas got statehood, then seceded from the Union in the Civil War, and then was granted statehood again. Right. At some point in there, we uh, the policy was that the state could split up into smaller states Five, at some I point think. in the future, right? Okay. So But then a civil war happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know which came first. I think that thing about splitting up into states was before the civil it war. It was before the civil war. Right. I think Texas I think all of that's in... off the table after you've seceded <laughs> once. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these people who talk secession, oh they're so proud to be Americans, you better not kneel during the national anthem but they'll be the ones talking seriously about seceding and no yeah. longer being Americans. I'm just saying, it might be a thing to keep in the back of the mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to do if you're if you're Austin? Or what are you going to do if you're not... A liberal area in a... Well, or just you want to remain an American. Yeah. You know, that. I, I think if Texas ever did actually start 
the process of seceding. You would see lots of places seceding from Texas we, we, so they could still remain. It would almost be like these little Vatican-style city-states. We already had dissected it, though. We had looked at the legal things, like all the bases, all the armed force bases in, in uh, Texas would still be considered federal oh, land. Oh, yeah. Fort, Fort Bliss um, would be, remain a property of the United States government, even if Texas All federal buildings, them. essentially, would be embassies. Yeah. There was another proposal that some people like that El Paso go, that entire spur of Texas that's on mountain time, go central time. Do you know, there there were some pros and cons for that. One of the, I, I guess it depends on what you think, pro or con. In the summer, it wouldn't get dark here until like almost 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> if we were on central time, that it would be, be bad for it us. It would be pretty broad daylight at 9.30 in the evening if El Paso was under central time. Anyway, just throwing the things out, a oh. few things out there. Right. So what El Paso, they, uh... definitely not one of the big four metros in Texas. Uh, we don't want to go to central time. Some probably what if do. That, what if El Paso did what uh, Arizona does, where they just don't... Don't observe, observe daylight, daylight savings. Because El Paso is in that area where they could get away get away with that. Surely we, we've been talking enough. They're talking about doing away with daylight saving sign. Because people don't need to you know, I mean, stay out later for the harvest. Or I think whatever. it's okay for now. I think, I think we could do that if we really wanted to. Maybe we should do that before making Texas a... Uh, Separate country, whatever well, they want to do. Remember, it's not everybody talking about seceding. <laughs> Priorities first. But it is kind of ironic that's the pe- the people who on their social media have the most American flags and are always so pro-American and they're so against anybody that those are some of the people who are like, we might have. We're to so proud to be Americans until we secede. <laughs> <laughs> we did our uh, 2022. How hot is it? Song. You know how hot it is? How hot is it? Freaking hot. It's freaking hot. It's freaking hot. Yep. No matter where you work, you work in a sweatshop. That's it's true. It's freaking hot. It's freaking hot. This case of swamp ass has turned into crotch <laughs> rot. <laughs> Satan's street cred no longer exists. Because hell can't be any friggin' hotter than this. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. Hotter than Michael B. Jordan naked doing squats. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. So hot Snoop, stop dropping it, cause it's way too hot. (laughs) This heat wave's got me staying inside, no joke. Watching step on vids, that's what I call heat stroke. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. Hey, just calling about the whole Nico and Midland Odessa thing. I was born and raised in Odessa. The place sucks. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing special about it. Midland is not better. It, they just think oh they're better. Uh, I, I've lived, you know, across the country, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, moved to Scotland, France, Italy. Now I'm living in Austin. There's nothing special about Midland and Odessa. They got a fancy airport that they love to tout around, but that's it. Okay. We love Midland and Odessa still. The thing is, you're going to get calls... About 
people mad about that Him. guy. They're, They're going to just lump you if in. If you hate <laughs> Odell Smith and someone, get the hell out. <laughs> All right. Have a great one, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 a.m. So long. You know what I think? I think you talk too much.